Hey, it's Pastor Greg Hagan here with you. Again, we're coming to you for a family Friday. Had a good time last week talking with my uh, middle daughter and youngest daughter. So uh, tonight we again want to continue our conversation just uh, looking, looking back, sharing some of our thoughts and memories and times together as a family and uh, helping you and also helping ourselves as we continue to take this journey in life together. And so we appreciate again you taking the time to listen to us, please look back at the other podcast. I've got a Sermon Sunday, which is the sermon I preached last Sunday about what is worship. Of course, Renee and I are doing our Marriage Mondays. We had our second broadcast uh, last Monday and be preparing for that. We'll also do another sermon this Sunday and, of course, the Marriage Monday again next week. So uh, tonight, as we uh, talk about Family Friday, I just want to tell you, honestly, these are unscripted. Uh, so who knows what we're going to talk about or what's going to happen here. Hopefully we don't bore you too bad. Uh, but uh, as we get into tonight, who knows what we're going to have come around. So we're just reminiscing and talking. Again, we've got Brianna, our middle child, on the phone from Indiana. Uh, unfortunately, our other daughters, uh, one's on a hot date tonight, so she's a little busy. And uh, that other priority is more important than us, you know, with her, her time down on the beach enjoying a nice sunset and uh, a picnic dinner. How, how great is that, right? Man, this 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 is, uh, you know, this is something else, man. You know, what what's going on, you know, as uh, Jessica begins to uh, adventure out there. So, and then Brittany, our oldest daughter in Illinois, is uh, got some company and some sicknesses and things going on with the kids. So, we just want to uh, we'll get her here soon as well. So, we'll go ahead and say hi. Whatever you want to do, guys. What's going on? Who's Who's here? Good evening. Morning. <laughs> it's evening. We're recording this actually in advance, so okay. let's not say who you are. Do what? She's supposed to say who she is. She just said good evening. I know. I know. That's that's, that's mom. <laughs> start over. Start over. Ready, mom? Ready? Go. I'm the mom, and I'm Renee. And wife. I'm the wife. <laughs> oh goodness! I'm Brianna. The middle daughter, the only daughter that su- always supports my dad and just I love him more than life itself because I've been on two of his podcasts so far. And where are the others? That's right. Yep, you're, you're two for two on Family Fridays. We need to have like a little punch card or something. And like after five punches, you fly us out to Gulf Shores to come visit you. <laughs> 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 oh, that's, that's how it's going to work. Okay. Well, Jessica's already here, so what good is it for her? You know, there's nothing for her to gain, right? I well, I guess that's true, but that's I'll okay. Fly, I'll fly her. I'll fly her away to home, back to Indiana. Yeah, she'd actually probably Never like that. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, last week we talked a little bit about uh, you know growing up as the pastor's kids. Uh, you know, again, myself being a pastor's kid as well. Talked a little bit about. Um, you know, me juggling uh, responsibilities. And again, we all have that. We have different hats that we wear in our lives as we have different different roles. Again, uh, as a parent, as a child, as a, a grandparent, as a husband, as a wife, as a, uh, you know, a boss, an employee, you know, we all have different uh, different roles we fulfill in our life. And ultimately, the greatest role we fulfill is being a Christian and living our life as an example to others in that. Uh, I know Renee and I've been talking about, you know, our marriage and, you know, our last episode was living on love. You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? You know, ultimately you, know, you have each other um, and as family, you know, we have each other as well. You know, yeah, we fight and we have disagreements, but, you know, we, we love each other and, and that holds us together, you know, in the long run there. 
Um, you know, Breeziana, we had some reminiscing and talking about, and you're the one who asked me the question about, you know, the juggling of the, of the priorities, um, yeah. you know, and keeping that together. Um, so you are, are, you know, still a newlywed, uh, you know, in your years of marriage there, you, know, you guys juggle things too. You've got, again, the fat cats and the big dog, you know, so. <laughs> things to juggle there um so you know again it's things that we have to do but what's on your mind what, what do we want to talk about tonight i think people probably really enjoy just us all goofing around and telling our old stories and kind of things that we've learned as we've grown um yeah. like a lot of what your podcast has been lately has been a lot of what you know i'm going through in my marriage now because you know, you guys were talking about like living off of love and how that's kind of all that you had because you were young and freshly married. And I mean, Joey and I are in a very similar situation. We're a little older. I was 20 when we got married and this year we're celebrating our fifth year of marriage. And even just in our five years together, we've, I've seen such growth in just how our relationship has developed. Um, you know, we're not necessarily living off just love anymore. We have some good income coming in and <laughs> we own our house. And this month, actually, we're about to pay off my car and things like that. As we've grown together, we've we've moved past some of the stuff even that you've talked about in your podcast. But I've, I've really related a lot what you've been saying lately because that's kind of been my life these past few years. Sure. And that's that's good to hear, you know, and in fact... Um, you know, right now I'm, I'm challenging myself to try to actually write a book and put a lot of these things down in in writing. And so a lot of what you just mentioned is part of what I'm putting down in words. And um, you talked about the changes, you know, the maturity, you know, that as we, you know, like your mom and I, you know, we talked on the phone for three years before we met, before we really began our, you know, in-person physical relationship. And, you know, we learned a lot in those three years. And, you know, I told her tonight and I wrote in the book recently that I'm, I'm doing that, you know, if we would have got together right away, probably wouldn't have worked. You know, we were not at the right point in our life. And bottom line, we were 16 year old kids. And even being 18, you know, when we first got together, we had to mature and we've done a lot of maturing and growing together. Um, you know, what do you think? One of the things I'm talking about in the book is in our society today, you know, I think people feel like they've got to meet a certain mold or expectation, you know, girls, you know, young ladies feel like they've got to dress a certain way or wear their makeup a certain way or act a certain way to attract a guy. And, you know, my thing is that, you know, there's a difference between good change and bad change. You know, we, when we change to compromise and to please someone else, that's not always good. But at the same time, when we change to grow and to improve and be better, um, you know, that's what we should. you got to find someone that accepts you for who you are, but challenges you to be more um, and to not compromise on who you are. Uh, those are all kind of big things that I'm working on right now and thinking about as I look back at my relationship with your mom um, and how we grew together. But, uh, yeah, it is, it is a constant growth. Isn't it? We never stay the same. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to figure out your ways to, while you're still growing in yourself, you have to figure out how to grow in your relationship. And sometimes you have to, those early years of marriage, like what we went through, it was, it was like we had to figure out when we could be selfish and when we couldn't be selfish. And I think that's something even the more, the longer that you've been together, I'm sure that's still stuff you deal with, but 
after our five years, that's just what we've kind of had to overcome and figure out. And now we're just balancing how do we do life on top of, you know, working and taking care of our animals. And I mean, I know that we don't have kids, but gosh, our animals are a full-time job too. And even like just tonight, it's like, I just got home a few minutes ago. I worked, I was at youth group at church and then I came right through the door and it's like, Joey, my husband's just laying here staring at me and this is our quality time. This is the time we get tonight together and I'm still busy. I'm still doing something else. So you have to try to juggle all of your hats and all of the things that you have going on. It's hard. Yeah. Well, you know, you talked about that, you know, when do you be selfish for me and mine? I mean, you know, I'll never forget when Renee came home one day and, you know, I was just simply playing some video games with a friend and, you know, she got a little (laughs) upset, you know, I just still don't understand what the issue was, honey. Do you? I remember that clearly. You want me to explain? Well, sure. I was like seven months pregnant and had worked all day long. And I come home after work and you and your buddy are sitting there in front of the video game, in front of the TV, just playing away. And there is just a pile of trash that needed to be taken out. And I was a little mad. I'm like, he couldn't have taken this trash out at all today. So I said something. I said something. Oh, I, I think there was flames and smoke that came out of your ears and mouth, I mean, or something. I don't know. As I walked in, the first thing I saw was the back of your all's heads. <laughs> and then I looked over and saw that trash still laying there. And I think I said something to the fact of, you can take the trash out or something. And your and buddy, said, too. <laughs> and I said, have your buddy help you with it. And I think your yep. buddy packed up and left. I don't think he came back up. We both stepped right up and, and took out the trash. And yeah, <laughs> my buddy said, I'll see you later. <laughs> but and he you know responded. That was our that was our first pregnancy. So we didn't have kids yet then. That was our, but, but you learned a lesson that day. Yes, I did. Take out the trash. Uh, video game second trash first that's like a daily fight still in my house so I was over here like does that work I just have to yell at him and he'll do it because that that isn't what happens I'll yell at him and it still won't get done (laughs) it was more than yelling I mean it was a glare that split right through you and yeah it was uh you didn't want to hear what else was going to be said. Uh, it was going to happen. So, yeah, you know, that was uh, that was definitely a learning experience. So, yeah, that's that being selfish and, uh, you know, learning when to not be selfish. And uh, especially when you have a seven-month pregnant wife that uh, is not happy with working a long, hard day at work and coming home to, uh, you know, me on a day off. And uh, that's why I don't want to make it sound like I was lazy. I was working, too. Just wasn't working at that time, at that day. So, I was trying to enjoy some selfish, quiet time for me, too, you know. <laughs> um, but anyhow, yeah, those are the things that you uh, you definitely only do once. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever had to have that kind of a, uh, a glare and a uh, an expression made to me. Have I, have I sense, honey? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, you've never had to confront me like that before again to that degree. All right. Anyhow, so yeah, you know, marriage is uh, marriage is not even after thirty-one years. See, you know, or going on thirty-one years. You know, it's always a constant uh, 
exchange of information, hopefully in a loving, positive way, right? Well, that's frustrating for me because I just keep thinking it'll it'll get better one day, but I guess not. I guess the trash still won't be changed 31 years from now. <laughs> yeah, you, you, do come to, you do come to understand there's more to life than taking out the trash, too. So um, yeah. that comes to play, too. And we thought we had kids so that they would do that, right? You know, that was supposed to be oh, the kid's job then. That was a fail. <laughs> I distinctly remember mom being very furious with me one day over trash. If she may or may not have smacked me the one and only time in my life. I'm not going to confirm or deny. I'm just, you know. There's, there's something, you know, there's a common theme, and I think it is take out the trash. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. around mom. <laughs> And honestly, you know, she is very simple. She's not very demanding. You know, she's very easygoing. Just a few of those things. Uh, don't whistle, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> don't whistle around my wife and take out the trash. So those of you who ever meet my wife, please make sure the trash cans are emptied around her and that you don't whistle. But, you know, my thing is, I, you know, if you see trash there and it's filled, why do you walk past it a hundred times? And not just grab it and take it out. I don't understand. Because why you can't it, just grab it and take it out. I, I don't understand why you just leave there, it there. People are conditioned to think, well, somebody will get to it. And surely that somebody won't be me. It'll be my mom. It'll be my wife. It'll be whoever. That's just how it happens. And it's frustrating. <laughs> it is. But it's really about, not. About- it's not a hard chore. I mean, you, you just <laughs> grab it. You pull it up. You tie a knot in it or whatever you're doing with it. And, well, and sometimes I just toss it out in the garage until I go out into the, you know. But anyway, it's very important. You just at least get it out of the living area, you know, out of the kitchen. This podcast just turned into 25 minutes of how to change the trash. <laughs> hey, I think it is an important enough topic for especially a man to understand yes. and grasp. Please, number one thing. Keep your wife happy by taking out it's, the trash. Well, it's not just the trash. I mean, here she is again. <laughs> it's just if you see that there's something that needs to be done, I mean, just do it. It's like, oh, the dishwasher is done. It's it's ready to be unloaded. Well, you're standing there doing nothing anyway. Just go ahead and unload the thing. It's you know, if you see that there's something that needs to be done, just do it. Don't wait for somebody else to have to tell you to do it or. That's what I, and it's not just my husband. I mean, it's anybody that lives with me. <laughs> I mean, mom, this is, this sounds like it's coming from a very personal place in your heart. I think that, I think that Jessica and dad who live with you, they both have a lot of stepping up they need to be doing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it sounds like you are thinking of like what happened this morning and you're not going to let it go. Like that kind of thing. Well, you know, what's really so we irritating. Need to, you know what's we really need to irritating? change for growth. Now, okay, let me tell you this. Here's what's really irritating. <laughs> is when somebody, something needs to be done, but yet they complain about it because it ain't been done. Like, someone's like, oh, well, you need to, you know, go clean the bathtub. Okay. Well, if you see it needs to be clean, just clean it. <laughs> why do I have to do it? You know, why are you complaining? Why are you complaining? Why? Amen. If you're going to complain about it, just do it. Unless you're physically able to do it. Okay. I don't understand that. This is this is not, you know, your therapy session. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, this is not get everything off your chest night. My God. Dad, you're going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. That's all I know. <laughs> I, I need to get off here and go clean something. It sounds like. Yeah. Today, so. 
but anyhow, all right. So, and, and there again, you know, that is uh, <laughs> communication and dialogue, right? Understanding what we can do to, and, and you know, and I, again, I talked about this in the book as well. Honestly, your mom, I, I think she finds me the most attractive when I do take out the trash or do the Absolutely. laundry or wash the dishes, you know, you're I mean, that's, that's when, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's when you're the most attractive to your, your spouse is when you're doing things to, to help them. And especially when you anticipate, you know, again, like uh, uh, doing something without being told <laughs> is good. Oh, um, yeah. And, you know, and, and looking out for them, you know, not taking them for granted. And I think it's a big problem we have in our society. We have it in a problem in our churches, a problem in our businesses, a problem in our lives that we we take the people around us for granted. You know, and like Brianna said, you know, we just take for granted that somebody will change the trash. You know, we we take for granted that somebody will wash the clothes. Um, if you've ever seen there's a there's a video on Facebook, I think, about you know, the, the ladies, the, the wife comes home and is frustrated and stressed out because the dishes aren't done, the laundry's not done, all this stuff hasn't happened. And the man goes, oh, no, no, no don't, don't worry about it. Just put it all in this magic basket here, you know, that you just put everything in this basket and it just gets washed. And that's because she's going around washing it. You know, he thinks he's just <laughs> throwing it in the magic basket and it gets taken care of. And he says, oh, like your socks, just, if you just throw them over there on the floor, they'll be picked up and cleaned somehow. You know, it's just magic. How it happens, you know, but she's the one that has to go around and do that. So, uh, you know, again, we, we take for granted the little things. We take for granted the little things. And you know what? At the same time, I think we have a tendency to do that when people do things for us as well. Uh, mm-hmm. We can't just assume and take for granted, um, you know, that they did that. You know, so that's that's appreciating each other and appreciating the little things. You know, we often think about the big things that we do. But you know what really matters is this the day-to-day little things that we do to show our love and appreciation for the other person. Yeah, but you know, honestly, like you saying that, it's like how often do we treat God like that? You know, I, how often do we take for granted what he does for us? Or, you know, he doesn't ask a whole lot out of us. I mean, he asks us to live a good life and, you know, do good things for others and try to help people know about him. And how hard is it for us to wake up and go to church on a Sunday? You know, how hard is it for us to read our Bible or even just say a prayer? I always try to pray in my car because that's just like my easiest time. I'm alone. Turn down the music. It's me. Yet somehow I'll always go off on little tangents thinking about, oh, the car next to me or, oh, here's the stoplight coming up. And I always find myself being like, oh, sorry, God, where was I? And it's like, how sad though? Like, can you imagine if God's listening? He's like at the edge of his seat. Like, oh, Brianna came to talk to me today. And he's like so eager. Yeah, I can't even give him my full attention because I'm going off on my tangents or whatever. It's, it's just, it's sad, honestly. It's sad that, you know, a wife might feel taken for granted. Sad that God, I mean, how often do we just take what he does for us and just think, oh, well, that's just what God does. Just like you see those dirty dishes and you think, well, my wife cleans those. And it's like the blessings that you have in life. Well, that's what God does. Well, and that's, I I love that about prayer. You know, I've always taught and, you know, there's a good thing out there called the acts of prayer. You know, we should, number one, start out with adoration, you know, and we should adore God, appreciate God, be in awe of God. Um, you know, he's not just our Santa Claus that's waiting for us to turn in our Christmas list. And here's what I want and need. You know, he's he's real and he's personal and he wants to have a relationship with you. And 
you know, how would you like it if, uh, you know, the only time you ever talked to someone, they came to you and said, hey, I need this, I need this, I need this. Um, yeah. Just like talking to someone, it's nice to say, hey, how was your day? What's going on with you? You know, and that's by approaching God in adoration. Um, and then we approach him in confession. And then we have Thanksgiving. And then finally, we have our supplications and our needs. Um, be thankful. And it's amazing if you go through the progression of the acts of prayer, suddenly you don't quite have as many needs as you thought. You know, when you adore God for who he is, you confess where you, you know, fall short and need him. And when you're thankful for what he's done, suddenly, hey, you know what? I don't need that as bad as I thought I did. And I've also said God does desire to have a relationship with us and to hear from us. And so if the only time you ever pray is when something's going wrong, why should God ever have anything go right? Because he doesn't yeah. want you to go away. So no wonder you have problems because God wants you to stay connected to him. Yeah, that's a good point. He wants to hear the good things, too. He wants to be excited with you. You know, that's why you're supposed to share your praises, you know. Yeah, well, God is, you know, we're created in his image. And and that doesn't mean physically. That means emotionally and uh, intellectually, you know, and our soul and our spirit. And, you know, God mimics or, you know, he has copied the relationship he wants to have with us through the marriage and through the family relationship there. And so we've got to spend time with each other and we've got to love each other and communicate with each other. And, um, you know, again, do those things that we can. When's the last time we tried to do something to impress God? You know, just like we're talking about doing the dishes without being told or taking out the trash, putting another person's, you know, needs or, uh, you know, expectations ahead of our own. Let's do the same thing for God. You know, when's the last time that we said, Hey God, look what I did for you today. You know, that's, that should be our goal every day is to, to impress God and to do something for him. Well, all right. Um, I don't know about you guys, but that's been a pretty good, uh, pretty good evening. I don't want to get Renee started again on any of her uh, you know, complaints um, about the, uh, the home life here. Um, my goodness. All right. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm a slave driver. I don't know. You're I mean, mom, like you were like talking over us so you could finish what you were trying to say. Like, when do you like, you okay over there? Dad, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> I'm locked in the room. <laughs> Tap on the microphone yeah, if you I'm, need help. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my office and I'm going to lock the door. So she's <laughs> in the living room. And so I'm going to, might have to crawl out the window here and spend the night outside. Uh, so. <laughs> But I think, it's a soon, nice night. I think as soon as this is over, I'm going to go make sure the dishes are done, the dishwasher is emptied, and uh, see if there's something I can vacuum or clean, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not going to go to play any video games. Uh, you know, that's, <laughs> it's probably a reason I have a little phobia of playing video games anyhow, huh? Uh, <laughs> the memories of that. So, well, good talk tonight. Breezy, glad you're able to join us. Love you. Miss you. Um, Love go ahead you. And Miss do you. all the do all the John Boy goodnight John Boys and all that stuff there real quick, and then I'll do the uh, the ending for our listeners. Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> all right. Love, Love you. Right. Miss you guys. I'm gonna do our do our out message here. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the podcast this Family Friday. Um, you know we want to hear from you, so please email me at pastorgreg2 at gmail.com. Again, that's P-A-S-T-O-R-G-R-E-G-2 at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, the same thing, facebook.com backslash Pastor Greg 2. I want to hear from you. If you have any show ideas, uh, if you have anything that you want to do or say, just say hi. Uh, we love reading messages and hearing from you. want to know how things are influencing you, what impact it's having on your lives. 
Um, please leave an iTunes review if you have an opportunity. If you're on iTunes, it helps the rankings. And so we, again, appreciate you very, very much. Thank you for listening. Again, get a hold of us if there's anything we can do. Be back with you on Sunday with the Sunday Sermon. And then back again Monday, Renee and I, for another Marriage Monday. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Go and do something of kingdom value today. See you guys. Bye.